Territory Podcast with Kermit Gonzalez and Mike Hurley. I'm Mike. And I'm Mike. I mean, Kermit. And you're Kermit, yeah. Okay. Let's do it like that this week. How you been, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Oh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Uh, I guess uh, real quick, uh, nothing coming up this week. <laughs> You're trying to scratch for something to I w- make it sound interesting? Well, you know what's funny? I took off like a lot of weeks in June and July because I knew the kids were going to be out of school. And I w- we hadn't planned a vacation yet or anything, so I didn't want to book anything. And then with the move happening and everything, I just went into full pickup gigs last minute mode. So like last week was awesome because I picked up gigs Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday and actually did better, made better money in a week that I had no gigs scheduled until the last minute than a lot of the weeks that I actually have real work lined up. Did Saturday go good for you? Saturday went great, but it was rough. <laughs> what happened? It, you didn't tell me last it night. It was rough. Uh, well, uh, I guess let's start. Uh, Friday, we were both over at the Boardwalk Bowl Entertainment yep. Center for Bonkers Comedy Club. You were hosting. Yep. Jersey, the Haitian sensation, was headlining. <laughs> yes. Jake Rika did a guest spot. I got to do a guest spot. And that was that worked out well because I talked about coming out to do some time. And then the feature, unfortunately, Samantha Ivy had to cancel at the last minute. So it kind of worked out great because it was like, hey, yeah, we got extra time now. Come out and do some time. Because you've got sales. <laughs> oh, dude, that was... <laughs> That was one of those awesome, like every time I thought we were done selling, there was someone else buying. Yeah, and people coming in outside that, that didn't even That weren't even at the show. Because you kept lighting the wallet on fire. And you know the best part for me was there was that table who came in because this club, they're trying to turn it into like a little dance club. Yeah, after the show is a dance club. And I love it because I was doing one sale and I just hear you talking Spanish to someone. <laughs> and I see that you've started a conversation or inserted yourself into a conversation with people next to us who just came to dance, but were interested in the watch and wallet. So you were negotiating prices yeah. in Spanish. I was trying to get you sales. But nice, man. They're cheap. Nah, I, I was happy, dude. I did, I did great in merchandise. It was ridiculous. That was a great night. That was one of those go out, do 15 minutes, and uh, end up making more money than you get paid to headline most places. Yeah, and that was Friday. But then what would you do Saturday? Saturday, uh, I had got called earlier in the week, last week, and uh, Comedy Zone had a fallout for a headliner at their gig fort walton beach uh florida which is up in the panhandle near pensacola and stuff and uh so it's a six and a half hour drive so drove six and a half hours got there in time check into the hotel take a little bit of shower get changed then go to the club and the club itself is this place called the block and they do like three clubs in one so they got one room that's just like a bar pool tables they got another room that's like a big line dance country type place with a mechanical bull right and then they got the other back room which becomes more of a nightclub like uh, top 40 type stuff and stuff like that but that's the room they do comedy in and the guy who's been running the shows there great guy mark uh he's uh ex ex uh what paratrooper i guess okay so military background it's a military town you got the uh the uh, eglin air force base right by there and everything else and uh, something I found out about them, they have fun by trying to get the headliner drunk on stage while they're trying to do comedy. Like, they just start setting up. And I heard this right before, like, my show. And you know me. I don't drink before the show. I don't yeah, drink I like, you on don't, stage. You don't even drink. What are you talking about? And I really don't even drink. Like, I'll have a Jameson every now and then. But it's not like I have a... Ryan Holmes gave me a bottle of Jameson whiskey two years ago on Christmas. It's still sealed in my house because I just don't drink at home. Right. It's like a thing. You know, I'm more of a social guy. And even even last night, otherwise, I'd, you know, I'll go weeks without having a drink. Uh, but they s- 
I was I was having a great show. I was having a blast. And about 20 minutes in, they send up this little shot glass of something that looks like milk. And uh, later on, I found out something called rum chata. Oh, really? Rum yeah. chata. Oh, yeah. I didn't care for it at all. It was like uh, it was like your mother's drunk Christmas. It's, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it was cinnamon. I, I think it's like a Mexican drink, like ochata. Yeah. It's like vomit of and, Mexicans. And as bad as it was, then they just started sending up shots of Patron. Ooh. And... Uh, so here's how I am. I'm like, okay, I don't, you know, I got the first one. And I'm like, okay, guys. And the first one came up from uh, someone in the audience who I picked on from Vermont. And we didn't, it wasn't really picking on. We bantered back and forth and had fun. And they liked the joke and they sent me a shot. But then the other ones, they, they start bringing up three, four at a time of just tequila. shots of tequila. So but. I started like handing them out to people, but still taking one. And I, it's been so long since I've had a drink on stage. You got tanked. Uh, but here's the thing. I held it together. I held it together. I did my show. I actually ended up doing like an hour and 15 minutes. Uh, the manager right after the show gave me a $100 bonus on top of my regular pay because he said it was just an awesome show and uh, it was so much fun and everything else. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Did my merch sales. And as soon as I closed up my merch case, I don't remember anything after that what do you mean don't remember you don't remember how you got to the hotel room don't remember <laughs> don't remember what i do remember is, is spending the I mean, whole okay. next day carrying one of those i guess i got it from the club i don't think i stole it from the hotel room like one of those you know those things you mix iced tea in to put in your fridge like a quarter gallon plastic container i just yeah. remember holding that the whole way home because i was dry heaving and not so dry heaving into it yeah it was uh, it was one of those nights of uh, I feel sorry for the maid who had to probably take care of that hotel. You threw bathroom. up in the hotel. Oh, I'm sure of it. Uh, like in like in the toilet or like in the yeah, sheets. Yeah, no, I'm everything. Pretty sure, <laughs> dude. I I don't do liquor. I you don't threw do up liquor. in bed. I'm pretty sure. Ah. Have you ever been so sick? You know you need to get sick, but you don't want to move, so you're like, I'll just do it here and deal no. with it in the morning. Wow, then don't go to the block I mean, <laughs> in Fort no. Walton Beach. Ugh. But on the bright side, great show. Had fun. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> uh, and what's so funny is the manager owner texts me the next day. He's like, dude, I'm sorry if we ruined your day. And, you know, I'm like, uh, look, just so you know, I had more to drink last night in an hour than I've had this entire year. Uh, he's like, no problem. He's like, next time we'll just send you up shots of water. Which a lot of comics do. You know, they get the waters. Whenever someone wants to buy them a shot, they're like, yeah, if someone buys me a shot, just send up water and I'll drink after the show, whatever else. And that's what I'll do. But, dude, I was, <laughs> it was funny because uh, he said that I was so just not good after selling my merch and everything that I disappeared into the bathroom for a few minutes. And when I came out, he's like, you okay? I'm like, just want to make sure the show was good. <laughs> he's like, no, the show was great. I'm like, that's all I can. And then you stumbled to the hotel. And then I don't know what happened. There's a big bridge to get to that hotel. Is the hotel connected with the club? Nope. So you had to walk to the club? Don't know. But you don't know. You don't remember Ubering or nope. anything? <laughs> Was your butthole sore? Pretty sure I flew. <laughs> Levitated. Teleported. Nothing was sore. Out of the nightcrawler. Bam! I'm there. <laughs> no hotel weird, bathroom. No weird kind of... No, I know what you're getting at. No. Missing. Nope. No. Nope. Nothing. No, no. Nope. And no, uh, no hickey. Like that. <laughs> it's like that uh, John Mulaney bit. I got the next morning when I was getting my stuff together, 
I was finding money in pockets. Like at first, I forgot he had given me a hundred dollar bonus. So, like, Did you so I just reached into my jacket pocket and found a hundred dollar bill, and I had no recollection of how it got <laughs> there. And John Mulaney does this bit about he's like, I hate being blackout drunk, because like when you wake up after being blackout drunk and you find money, the only way you could have got money was from giving someone goods or services. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so I'm actually I'm like. How did I? And once I figured out the mystery of the hundred, I found like two twenties in another pocket. So where did that come and from? I'm like, Jesus Christ! I'm <laughs> counting my merch up. I'm like, no, it's all accounted for. Where did I get two forties or two twenties from? Mike, but, Mike, Mike, dude, you know what? That's why I don't go to shows with you, dude. That's like the you. first show. If you were there, you could have put me in check. I would have called you up, had you drink all my shots for me. Yeah, great. Yeah, my little ass would. Hey, it's your job. Take too. tequila. That's your job, right? <laughs> I've seen your sombrero and your bandolero. It's in the car. Yeah, a <laughs> shot glass holder. But uh, yeah, dude, no, uh, never again, you know. But it, it's funny because I was totally in my right mind the first shot they sent up. I'm like, no, thank you. I appreciate it. I really don't drink on stage. And then I took that one. And then the next one, I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was just peer pressure. Like the owner at the back bar, every time he sent up a new shot, he would send up a new girl to take the shot up to me. And I tried to give it to her, like the bartender or the right. server. And then they'd look at me and go, okay, and down it. And now the audience is like, oh, I'm like, okay. But she's had like one, and I've had like six. Okay, here we go. How many did you have total, you remember? Oh, I got to check the video. There's video of you getting drunk? Yeah, I recorded it. I oh, recorded I my set. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, I'll have to do the count, but... Uh, at one point he yelled out something like, I'm like, Hey guys, I've had enough. Thank you so much. I do appreciate it. I'm going to have, you know, I'm going to stick around and have a drink with all you after the show and everything else. And got back to my joke. And the owner yells out, if you're scared, say you're scared. <laughs> it's like, okay. At one point, someone brought up a shot. I'm like, what is this? And he's like, just drink it. And I'm like, that should be this bar's slogan. <laughs> it should just be the block on the back. And it should say, just drink it. And I'm like, and the bartenders shouldn't even allow people to request drinks. Like people should just walk up to the bar with money in hand. And when they say, I'll have it. And they're like, no, you get what I give you. Just drink it. And the bartender's like, yeah, let's do that. Yeah. I haven't had that kind of experience. No, nah, you'll get there when you're No, nah, no. I got to travel. That's the problem. So, um, but you know what's funny? The pay was great. The bonus was great. Still sold less merch than what you did on Friday. Than what I did on Friday. Friday was just one of those, dude. Those people were crazy for that stuff. fire so wallet and that watch. The watch, yeah. yeah that was yeah, wild. Good stuff. If you'd like to get your fire wallet or watch, <laughs> go to microlehe.com. Give you a deal on both. Uh, but yeah, thank you, Jersey, for having me out. And it was a good show, too, Friday. You know, I think we had a we had a fun time. That audience started out a little bit tight. They're tight, yeah, but, but it's by all the good. time you were done with them, they were into it. Yeah, they right? got into it. Yeah, same thing with the uh, Saturday. Saturday they're tight, and then they they loosened up. Yeah, did you have another guest spot on Saturday, or was it just you and Jersey? Just me, Jersey. Oh no, Jake. Jake he, showed yeah, up again. Jake showed up again. Jake yeah, But then Jake kind of like, um, no, he didn't tank. I didn't say he tanked. He's just like they got tight on him. Yeah. They got real tight. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh shit. Oh, so, you know what? Uh, we found out there's another. Uh, Lazy Moon Pizza. On the east side of Orlando. On the east side. Well, I knew. You knew. You didn't I know. didn't know that. Yeah. We That's where it started. For, we were looking for a place to go after the show Friday, and we Google and sure three enough. miles away. Dude, how did I end up spending like $11 for a slice of pizza? I was going to say, dude, because you got like, like everything damn. on it. I was like, ah, let me get Supreme. You're like, all right, yeah. 11 bucks. I was like, mmm. Mm. And I was like, nah. Yeah, I'm sitting there with my pepperoni, 425, <laughs> still bigger than your head. And, you know, I, I don't know. 
I, I think I like our Lazy Moon Pizza over on Mills more. Yeah. Because being over there, closer to the college. Well, uh, your, your head was on a swivel? Well, my head was on a swivel. Your head was on a swivel. But we were definitely the older guys in there. Oh, my head was on a swivel. I was chill. You were on a swivel. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was. You think so? I'm pretty sure. I was staring at the, that couple that, that ordered a giant pie. That they oh, yeah. Finish. That we were like, no are people going to show up and help? That thing is like, what, three feet by three feet? Mm-hmm. And they were just sitting there chowing down on themselves? They were chowing down on one slice. Like, There's no way. That's ridiculous. Stupid. I don't think my head was on a swivel. I think what I did call attention to was there was a table of like three college chicks mm-hmm. and the one dude who worked up the courage to walk over and try and start up a conversation. Oh, and then they turned him down. Ha- oh. <laughs> yeah. I just felt like horrible. You felt horrible. I felt horrible for him. Yeah, you because know, uh, it takes a lot for a guy, especially you think about that, you know, like, what, 19, 20, you finally work up, you see three girls at the table, and you know you only want to talk to one of them, and, you know, the other two were just, like, ah, putting up the walls, and I don't know, I feel like maybe I should go back and coach those guys. Like, is, that, maybe, is that your goal? Well, I was just walking through there going, man, if I had the confidence I have now, I was going to say, I don't think you've given good advice. What advice do you think I would give him? I don't know. I just don't think you'll give him good advice. Really? Yeah. What advice? What, you think you give bad advice? No, I think I'll give horrible advice. I'm just saying you would have given him good advice. What do you think I would have told him? I don't know. I just That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, mm. how, what would you have said? Um, like, hey, girl, come back to my place. My mom and dad are out of town kind of deal. Is that, is that, is is that, that what is works it, for you? No, for you. I'm saying that's what you would have told him. No. To no. I think just to see the level of hurt that guy was. <laughs> I kind I think it's I think it's the same advice I would give my kids, you know. You know one of those things like yeah, you sh- I mean, how were you in high school? You were you were a bully though in high school. I was not a bully. You told me about break. <laughs> you told me you broke everybody's ceramic projects in art class and you beat and, kids up and you I mean, I done I did mean shit, but I wasn't a bully. That doesn't make you a bully? <laughs> Torment no, the other people. Do you know there's kids who didn't want to go to school cuz they were afraid of bumping into you? <laughs> kids who who didn't get an education that Time they should have got Time because out. they didn't want to pass Time you in a hall. A you bl- made one kid cry in art class, dude. <laughs> in art class. That should be a safe space. Listen. Okay. A bully is someone that picks on one person. I picked on everyone. Oh, so you were a dick. Yeah. You were a bully different. dick. I was, just, I was just a jerk. Yeah. Like, if like if I didn't, like, I saw you, mm-hmm. I would throw, like, the whole tray of pizza at your head and then blame it on someone else. Yeah, you're a bully, man. No, it was not a bully. It's you're like, a bully. It's a good old prank. You're a bully. No, no, that's not a prank. That's a prank. No. That's a prank. No. You throw a square pizza no. at a kid's head. So how were you with the ladies in high school? Um, Ladies love you? Is that why you did it? Is that why you picked on other people so you could seem like attention. a big man? Yeah. Yeah. No, I had, I had a couple. No, I was dating. I was dating in high mm-hmm. school like an idiot. Yeah? Yeah, I was with like one chick, but like that's not really considered dating. She was just like, she was the best looking girl in the school. Oh, and we just kind of hung out. Now you're a humble dick. Yeah, and you're like, oh, you just hung out with the best looking girl. She was one of the best looking ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, she just got uglier. She went from the best looking girl in school to one of the best. There was, there was like maybe two, and or like three. two sentences. I think if we dig deeper, it's. I'm uh, trying to think who else was like good looking in high school. Uh-huh. I, I was in high school, and like the girls were not how they were now. <laughs> like, they, like they're just kind of like they're like i don't know to you be ever sexy. see that you see that meme when it's like me at 14 and 14 year old girls yeah, now it's total t- <laughs> like the girls now is just like they were not like that and when i was in high school that's what i'm saying i was just like i just kind of like eh. uh-huh. they're cute but yeah. nothing like oh my gosh like yeah. i don't know man i i think 
we've talked about it a bit before. I just wish I had had a little bit more confidence to put myself out there. Because, like, years later, you bump into people who are like, oh, yeah, I always had a crush on you in high school. And it's like, well, you were, like, the most popular high school. Yeah, but you were funny. And it always made me laugh. Yeah. And it's like, well, thanks for telling me now that you got two kids and you've been married for six years, you know? I wish, I wish Photoshop was around when I was in high school. Yeah? Because I would have got girls then. Yeah. It, oh, so it, it'd have been so you easy. are good with the Photoshop. I would have been photoshopping dumb stuff to make them laugh and then That's what I'm worried a little bit about now. You know, like you hear about this cyberbullying and stuff like that. <laughs> and well, you know, for the kids you bullied, they went home and the bullying was over. But now the bullying follows kids home. Just just turn it off. You would think, right? Yeah. You would think, but how often are you on? You're on Instagram all day long. Why don't you try turning social media off? You can't do it. You're addicted. It's in your veins. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm You're addicted. Let's do it. Yeah, kids are like 10 times that, man. I don't My know. My four-year-old can go grab the iPad, open it up, put it in the passcode, go to Netflix, select his settings, and pick something to play, scroll through and see which episode he left off on. But I still have to remind him to go to the bathroom before he poops his pants. <laughs> Kids are so... <laughs> Why are you sitting in soiled pants? I forgot. You forgot you had to go to the bathroom? I forgot. But you can hack into the Pentagon? This is fucking ridiculous, man. I don't know. I think just... I don't know. I just always find it funny when these kids are like, you're picking on me through Instagram. Like, uh, Yeah, but whatever. you got to remember, dude. I mean... There was a certain time. Well, you don't remember because all your concussions. But I remember <laughs> a little high school. But there, there comes a time in your life when everything's the biggest deal out there. Like this is all that matters yeah. and everything like that. And it's when kids are very vulnerable and emotional. And dude, I, I think it's even more important now to make sure your kids. Like my dad pulled me aside when I was having problems in high school, and he's like, "We went for a drive," and <laughs> uh, he he did this. This actually happened. We went for a drive. We stopped. I forget where we stopped, but he went inside and he picked up a couple of cans of Coke or something. And we came out and we went for a drive. And he just looked at me and was honest as can be. He's like, Mike, just remember, this is all bullshit. <laughs> he's, he's like, high school is bullshit. College is bullshit. You just do it so you can get a job because they want to see you have a piece of paper that says you can put up with four years of bullshit. <laughs> and that was like, I get where my dad was coming from because... I did really well in the classes I liked and did not do well in anything else. Whereas my older brother was one of those people who could not go to school for a week, go in, take the test, and ace it. He was just a genius. Gotcha. You know, so my dad was just trying to get me to pass high school at some point. And uh, I think that's how I'm going to be with my kids, too. <laughs> I'm going to be like, hey, remember, this is all fake because you, you move on. You move on. Like, what mattered in so high school. Do you think bullies are going to fade? Are bullies going to fade? Yeah. Well, look what happened to you. You're sitting here. I guess. You know, somewhere there's some guy on Wall Street managing a hedge fund making millions <laughs> of dollars, and you broke his fucking clay ashtray Damn that he right made I for did. his mom. <laughs> and he hasn't thought twice about you since. Oh, he will when I <laughs> Yeah, when you come in for a loan someday or something. He's like, oh, Kermit. Kermit L. Gonzalez? <laughs> Go fuck yourself. See you on the streets. Well, well. I mean, the kids got the new thing now. Uh, your uh, your buddy's wife, um, the girl looks like I forgot her name. The female Michael Jackson, Melania Trump. Mm. <laughs> That's my buddy. I just say that because pisses you off. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I hate. I know she, you hate him. She's running the uh, the what? buddy bench. 
the buddy bench. <laughs> the buddy bench. You oh. were telling me about this. Go uh, ahead, fill us in. You don't know what the buddy bench is? You told me a little bit about it. Go ahead. So they're making a bench, mm -hmm. and it's like colorful. For schools? For schools, and, and if there's a kid with no friends, or he feels weird, or he feels outcast, he can go sit on this bench, and that lets people know that he needs a buddy <laughs> to... <laughs> <laughs> to uh, you know, be social and 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 get, you know, get known. Yeah, because it it was hard when the bullies had to go out and look for the kids to pick on. Now it's a buffet. But now now it's a, <laughs> we're just gonna set them right over here for you. Wow, that's happening. The buddy bench. The buddy bench, and she's all about it. That's her great idea. That's her great idea. She's a dumb. Just putting just putting targets on kids' back. Yeah. She has no idea. She has no idea. She never went to a public school. She's mm -mm. Stupid. No. Oh, yeah. If I saw a buddy bench. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, I you, you know, it's funny. Like she's taken up this whole stance of anti-bullying and everything else. And it's like, have you even read your husband's tweets? Like it's, Look, it starts at home. You can't even yeah. control your house. You could do just you could do anything you want. As long as you're the president. <laughs> but everyone else don't don't bully. Yeah. Yeah. No. She, ugh. But like. Oh man, if I went to like future for the parents and if they're talking to the kids or mm -hmm. kids that listen to it, listen to this, don't use the buddy bench. No, nope. I'm telling you, stay away from the bench. As a person that got bullied and became a bully, <laughs> you, you know, don't what? use the buddy bench. You know, what? there was that table in the cafeteria where the kids, the nerd would, table, the, yeah, the loser table, yeah. So there, there was that, but at least they had the common decency not to paint it a different color and put a big sign on it, big target, yeah. Believe me, these kids. Oh, man, that bench is going to be empty. You think? <laughs> yeah. Either that or that you need to profile every kid that sits at that bench because that's your next school shooter. There's right probably there. like an Instagram that says hashtag buddy bench and it's just pictures of the people on there as targets. Yeah, they're well, they're next school. <laughs> Jesus Christ. They're, they're, that's a potential shooter. That's a potential shooter. Wow. That's a potential shooter. Uh, it's, it's sad, but true. Maybe that's not that. Maybe that's the, the goal. To figure out the crazy ones. It's like fish in a barrel on that bench. It's yeah. just bullies. That's our bullies are gonna get obese. They're gonna get fat because they don't have to chase after anyone to bully anymore. They know exactly where they're gonna be. But you know what? Bullies are different. Bullies are not like jocks anymore. No. Nah, I think the bullies now are just all cyber nerds. Like they're like dweebs. Yeah. They're dweebs that can't fight. And you know what? We talk about that a lot. They're like dweebs that can't fight. If you confront them, they they they'll be big pussies. We we talk about that a lot. Like you and I kind of grew up in a time when, like, I commonly say, you know, I used to run my mouth about anyone, and then I got my mouth punched a couple of times. Right. And I didn't say anything about anyone anymore or that person. That's how you end it. It's not that it wasn't true. <laughs> it's just that I didn't want to get punched again. Right. And it's, like, amazing how many times I, I'll watch it, and we see a little bit on the scene and stuff like that. You see someone just taunting someone, taunting someone through the keyboard, and then it's always this, you know where I am, catch me outside of here, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> and then people are shocked when, they when someone comes up and throws on them, and they're like, they're looking for sympathy from yeah. us. Like, oh my God, can you believe that? You've been running your mouth, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you got it, it's because we came up in a world where, like, yeah, if you don't want to discuss it, then eventually you're going to have to go outside and throw hands. And I got to say, there's probably at least two guys who are still friends with me now that I met. Because we got into a situation where we ended up <laughs> fighting each other. And then after you fight, it's like a weird primal thing. It's like we can either keep fighting forever 
or we become friends. You know, <laughs> that's it. My best friend in the world is a guy. I was at a party. It must have been seventh or eighth grade, and he was just bullying people and everything else. And uh, <laughs> he was just bullying. Oh, he people. beat the shit out of me, but I kept getting back <laughs> up. And he's like, "Dude, I'm just tired of being the shit out of you." It really was one of those cool <laughs> hand you? Luke. He told me that. <laughs> He, yeah, it was one of those fight. cool hand Luke. He felt sorry for me moments. Like just stay down. I'm like, I'm not uh, like Rocky sixty two. I'm gonna get back up. <laughs> and we've been best friends ever since. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that worked out for you. Yeah, because uh, Greg will tell you, I'll bleed on your shoes. Your I'll give face it. is getting my hands tired. That's it. <laughs> That's exactly my strategy. I got this fetal position move. And it's like an armadillo hide. You can't kick through that. And I'll still be talking shit. You kick like my sister, and she's in a wheelchair. We'll test that out. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, man. Uh, oh, I think I found one of your future wives to be on the <laughs> internet. Oh, yeah? Yep. Woman who sent 65,000 texts to first date says love is an excessive thing. A Phoenix woman is facing numerous charges after she allegedly sent more than 65,000 text messages to a man after a first date last summer, many of them containing bizarre threats. Police arrested 31-year-old Jacqueline Aids on May 8th and charged her with threatening, stalking, harassment, and failure to appear in court, according to the Washington Post. So this woman went on a date with this dude. And then, you know, life happens and he just wasn't interested for some strange reason. And for the rest of the summer, she sent 65,000 texts. And here's what my dad always told me. You know, if you call a girl and leave a message and she doesn't get back to you, there's a chance she didn't get the message. But if you call a woman and leave 65,000 messages and she doesn't get back, you're the one not getting the fucking message. Damn, that bitch is crazy. Crazy, crazy. And uh, have you ever had someone like that? No. Like a girl who didn't end well and just would not let go? No, thank goodness. Mm. Uh, some of the things she texted include, I hope you die, you rotten, filthy Jew. <laughs> oh, 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 great, she's racist too. I'm like the new Hitler. Man was a genius. Oh, what I would do with your blood, I want to bathe in it. Man, what is he, dating a Nazi vampire queen? Jesus. Mm, I hate to say it, but this is one of, I don't know. She's either one of mine or a light-skinned one of yours. <laughs> I don't a know. A light-skinned one of yours. Great. Uh, yeah. Uh, although AIDS acknowledged that sending 65,000 text messages seemed like a lot, she told KPHO News she thought she'd sent more. <laughs> oh, well, she. hey, that's a little low number. She added, love is an excessive thing. No. No. Damn, that bitch. No. Have you ever had a girl break your heart to where you're like sending those messages and uh, trying to get her back? You ever have that situation or you just always been one of those mutual breakup walk away? Yeah, I was even like that with my ex, my mm -hmm. marriage. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, yeah. You seem like the kind of guy that doesn't break up with a girl, but that just starts mistreating her till she wants to leave. Whoa. I'm what? just saying. That's what, what you come across what as. What the fuck? I'm no just way. Saying, you seem like a little passive. Like you want you don't want to be the bad guy. So you want her to break up with you. So you just start like not doing like everything and being sweet until she just leaves. Okay. Now, yeah, <laughs> you know what? That, that sounds hey, did I nail it? Yeah. You nailed it right there. That's pretty fucking, that's pretty spot on. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you meant like abusive and shit. Like, no, no, never. no. Even though you did go like three rounds hitting a girl with pool noodles today. First off, that, that woman, <laughs> and she paid you to. That woman whooped all our asses. That, who was that again? Uh, Hannah. Um, I forgot her last. She goes by Goldie. 
and a, okay. and a Goldie. Yeah, I was just zipping through, and I think I saw it on your Facebook. Yeah. And it was a video of you training today, and she's uh, she's second. Second, uh, second rated. female fighter. Yeah. yeah and she keeps trying to get fights, but the girls that are scared to fight her. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Like, nah, we're good. Well, and I had to I had to do pool noodles because my wrist is still jacked up from uh, Jacare. And she is fast, dude. Hella fast and built. Like <laughs> I was like I was like, yeah, never mind. <laughs> I don't want to do f- <laughs> I don't want to show my muscles. Oh wow! So how long did you train with her today? That was actually an old video. That was that was done on Saturday. We did like an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, speaking of which, uh, your guy, it's it's. It's Jacare. Jacare. Yeah, we've been calling him Jacare. Yeah, but whatever. Roberto Jacare Souza, your boy fought Saturday yeah. in Brazil. Yeah. How'd it go? Not too well. No. No. What happened? The, the warrior, uh, he uh, he faced a loss. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. Did he go the distance? It went all three rounds. He got tired on the second round. Mm. Really tired. Like he thought he was gonna end it the first round and <laughs> yep. didn't have the gas. He went all in on the first round, heavy. Do some damage, though? He did a little damage. He won the first round, but not enough damage to put this guy down. Third round came out, and third round was pretty even, but um, just on paper, the other guy looked ready to go and more fresh, so it's all good. If it took a loss, we'll bounce back. Not mm-hmm. a big deal. I'm not worried about it. Uh, <laughs> hey, back I to feel the bad board. for you because you put so much work into that. It's all good. It's and then my other know. guy's fight canceled, too, so I felt bad for him. Canceled? Yeah, the other guy I was training. Yeah, uh, his f- fighter got injured, so they canceled the fight. Oh no! So that just sucks. Oh, speaking of sucks, can I uh, talk about how much I hate my cable company for a second? <laughs> you mean uh, the cable company that rides the spectrum? Yeah, that one <laughs> exactly, dude. Here, here's here's my issue with them. Like when they were Bright House, we had our share of problems, but now it seems like you can just expect to not have cable at some point during the week after like, one in the morning. Every week, yeah, and that's what I'm talking. About. Last night, I got done done with some stuff. I sat down. Uh, I'm working on that project that uh, we've talked about a bit. I'm not allowed to talk too much about yeah, it right yeah. now, but uh, it's been requiring a lot of additional writing and everything else and research. And so last night, I sit down. You know, by the time the kids are down, I'm done with comedy stuff for the night. Like three to six o'clock are like prime working hours for me. And all of a sudden, my internet just goes fat. And I call the company. You know, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's uh, down. We're doing maintenance. It's like you guys always seem to be doing maintenance. Well, we do it late at night because we don't want to bother people's business. I'm like, I was doing business. I was doing my job on it like right now. And I think a lot of people out there can relate to the fact like I was a bartender for years. The people who work industry jobs at night or whose jobs are night get fucked all the time because when stuff like this happens, like, oh, we're going to shut it down. Well, would you shut it down in the middle of the day? Oh, no, the banks need it. Well, I need to do my fucking work, too. I'd like to at least be fair. Well, like, go ahead, shut them down. I don't care if you shut them down during the day. I'm sleeping. Whatever, you know? But also, like, whenever landscaping crews come swinging by at 8 o'clock, oh, well, we want to do it while people are at work. I'm like, dude, I just got to bed. You know, I just want a landscaping crew who's going to swing through some other neighborhood or cul-de-sac at, like, 8 p.m. at night, right when those early morning people are like, oh, who's just getting ready for bed? Fuck you, weed whacker, two and a half hours with a leaf blower. <laughs> That's not our prime time, bro. It, it our sucks. people don't work at night. It sucks. I just, just for once, I'd like to have a reverse day so people can see the shit we go through. Like, you know, how many times when you got to get something done, you got to cut out on sleep to get up early and go somewhere. Otherwise, you know, oh, how come you eat crappy food? Because it's the only thing open when I'm hungry, <laughs> you know? 
Oh, it's frustrating, man. So did you get your work done? No. <laughs> no. Because, like, I can use my phone, but as soon as I link my phone up to my computer to try use of that, it's like it gets more expensive. And you got that cool little thing. What's that? I pay for a hotspot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I got the hotspot on my phone, but I think it charges more if I just use it off my phone rather than you pay, like, what, five bucks a month? Yeah, I only pay like ten bucks, but I mean, it shouldn't use. It shouldn't take. Oh money. yeah, it's a big charge every time I use it off here. Every time I hook the hotspot up, yeah, like a noticeably different charge. Who the hell is your provider? AT and T. Oh, that's why. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm with T-Mobile. Uh, it's all those deals they do with Trump's lawyer. <laughs> Whatever, as long as I don't get charged for hotspotting. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was it. But yeah, I'm really excited, man. I got that project. I want to talk about it. I want to get it out there, but can't. Can't. Not yet. But you know what? I've done well not talking about it, but now three different people have come up to me and be like, hey, you've heard, I've heard you're doing this. I'm like, oh, you guys know about it. I'm not even allowed to talk the guy, about it. Because the guy is going around asking if you did the right decision. <laughs> it's great to start a job when they're already doubting your qualifications. <laughs> they're doubting you even started. Nah, I'm going to be good. No, you're good. I'm already good to go. You're good to go. Yeah, but that will be fun once it takes off. If it takes off. If it takes off. That'll be great. That'll we'll be probably huge. hopefully see it. <laughs> hey, uh, other big thing coming up. Uh, you helped set this up. We got the roast of Black Panther. Yeah. At the Orlando Improv. It's going to be racist. May 24th, 8 p.m. Uh, it's, uh, it, I think, I think it could go pretty well because, I mean. <laughs> it's going to be racist. Oh, my gosh. Well, well it, what I'm saying is it's, it's the weekend of Megacon. Like, yep. it's the opening day of Megacon. Yeah, and Megacon it. closes early that night. So I think uh, you were saying you've already put out some advertising with the Megacon pages, right? Yeah, and I think um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go push it to the comic book stops, stops, shops. comic book shops yeah. this week. I'm gonna probably do it tomorrow before I go meet you guys. Well, I should get some flyer or uh, posters made up. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'll talk to Phil over at Coliseum of Comics. So Rosa Black Panther. Yep, we got uh, Vince Taylor playing T'Challa. <laughs> or Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. And then your guests. Well, who are the characters? Let's not even worry about. Well, the let's names. see. We got uh, we got uh, Winter Soldier. Bucky Barnes is gonna be there. We got Black Widow's gonna be there. We got uh, Daredevil's gonna be there. <laughs> Dead. He's actually Pool. blind. That's the fun yeah, part. Yeah, yeah. We're going all authentic on this one. Our Daredevil is actually a blind comic named Eric Lutz, <laughs> and I can't wait to see how that goes. <laughs> Uh, He's gonna wear the wrong costume. Yeah, that that could be fun <laughs> right out of the gate. I got that's uh, Batman. Uh, no, it's a dare we devil. got uh, the Punisher's gonna be there. Uh, Jessica Jones. Yeah, I, Deadpool, Captain America. Deadpool, Captain America, and I'm gonna be Tony Stark. And you're Tony Stark. And I'm hosting the whole thing. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna yeah. be good. And I'll be there late because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get off of work, but it's all good. Yep. So uh, Eugene was like, "Dude, why are you not doing the roast?" I was like, oh, "I can't." He's like, "I want you to be the Hulk." I was like, "I can't." I can't. He's like, we want Dude, a mini Hulk. I want. I was like, "I would do it," but yeah, we're missing out because we got Fringe Fest going on. Orlando Fringe is going on yeah. at the same time, so we're losing a lot of our really good guys. Like uh, Jeff Jones isn't available because he's got a show going on over there. Uh, Marcus Crespo already has a show. I thought Marcus Crespo would have been great just to be a Hulk. Like just all we would have had to do was throw him in some purple shorts, That's and throw right. some body paint, and uh, he would have been, fun. <laughs> he would have been great. He'd have been great. Uh, we just got Ryan Holmes to do Captain. He's he's been a part of the last few hosts <laughs> or last few rows, and uh, yeah, he's gonna do Captain America. He always does a great job. 
And uh, yeah, dude, it should be a good turnout. I mean, we just started posting and advertising about it today. Uh, and already we've got a great response. That's pretty much the only show I'm going to be pushing for these next couple of weeks to get cool. people there. Cool. So it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Um, I wanted to. I wanted to talk about something because I feel like this is the only time I'm going to ever talk about it. This stupid shirt that I'm wearing. <laughs> Let's see it. It's so dumb. Uh, My girlfriend's mom went to Mexico. King of Rears. Okay, just for you people at home, uh, it looks like a Budweiser logo. Uh, it says, instead of King of Beers, King of Rears. And then it says Budweiser. And it's uh, instead of a crown, it's three women's... Um, Butts. Butts, I guess. Uh, fannies, as they say. Uh, and it says, King of Rears again. And then it says, This butts for you. What a dumb shirt. Cozumel, Mexico. Why did she like, oh yeah, I'm going to buy this for you. You know, when I talk about merch with comics, <laughs> I they always tell me what they want to put on a shirt. And I'm like, here's the thing. You can have a joke and it can be funny. It can get a laugh at a show. But when you're looking at most of the people coming to these shows being like mid-20s to early 40s is like the primary demographic right now, you know, those people, when you go to sell a shirt, it doesn't matter how funny it is. They got to decide if it's something they're going to wear in public. Where would they wear it to? My closet is full of shirts I got for free from fellow comics that, you know, I'm a guy with a pretty good sense of humor, but I won't even wear them yeah, out wear in that public. Bullshit, yeah. You know, you're going to wear one out. You're always going to bump into your boss or someone uh, someone who it's inappropriate, you know, I work with kids. <laughs> yeah, you work with kids. So that's why you're stuck here with, you know, I'm wearing, this, the time this night shirt. Yeah. And uh, speaking of um, speaking of shirts, uh, this it's funny that you wore that today because this one popped up. Uh, Are you selling merch shirts now? No, 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 no. <laughs> this this uh, this kid, uh, I guess he's about 12 years old, happened in Texas, uh, sent her son to school. And what appears to be a McDonald's shirt, it looks like the Golden Arches, but upon further inspection, it's actually a woman's legs in high heels and her buttocks forming the Golden Arches. Like Spread Eagle? Yep. <laughs> and underneath, and that's in yellow, the shirt's red, and underneath it says, I'm loving it. Is it like a, like a Nigerian kid? No, no, no. Perfectly... 12 year old is he chubby nope nope chubby uh, white boy he is caucasian chubby and white uh, boy. <laughs> yeah i guess uh i guess what happened is her friend had dropped off a box of hand-me-down clothing <laughs> and uh heard her statement uh she says she really didn't go through the boxes yet it was one of those she's a single mom three kids in the morning he went and grabbed a shirt she saw him in the hallway looked like he was just wearing a red shirt then threw on his jacket went to school and uh, in PE class, I guess he took off his jacket and the teacher immediately asked him to put it back on and didn't even find out about it till he came home from school. They had gone all day pretty much wearing a strip club T-shirt. Wait, that made news? I didn't realize news. that. Jesus uh, Christ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, what town is that? that, has, that they definitely don't have anything going on. Do, 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 do. Uh, Florida. Nope. It's, uh, it's in Texas. Oh, it's Texas. in Texas. But uh, yeah, so I guess uh, that brings up... Do you remember any anything you ever wore to school that you were embarrassed by? I wore a fishnet shirt to school once. <laughs> I'm not even shocked by and that. No undershirt. Was it like a long sleeve one? No, it was like no. the bodybuilder ones. <laughs> so you wore and 
And and no one's no one's sent you home. No one said anything. <laughs> it was a yellow one or a red one. I don't remember. That was the one you go to the beach and you pull it off and you got the screen tan. Yes. On. Oh my god. I was at school like you that. look like Madonna's I backup I had, dancer. I think, <laughs> I think I had a. Did denim. you have neon bracelets? <laughs> I think I had a denim jacket wearing over it. Oh my god. Like denim, <laughs> I thought I had like a big chest. I don't know what the hell I was smoking when I was little. That's ridiculous, man. Yeah, I have a, I have a picture somewhere. Oh, horrible. With me wearing it. That's horrible. how I know. It was red. Uh, we got to find that picture and we got to post it. That needs to be your throwback Thursday it's picture. It's so sad. Somewhere. What was wrong with you, dude? I don't know. What was wrong? You dressed like that and you still had the nerve. What kind of pussy school did you go to where the guy wearing the fishnet shirt is the one bullying people? Oh, man. Must oh, have... my God. What'd you go to? The school for the arts? Were you at fame? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you I don't think I was your school there. sounds like glee. I think I was getting bullied that time. And then someone you, talked you to me. You deserve like... to get bullied. <laughs> Holy crap, what was wrong with you? Why, did you ever wear like some dumb shit like that or that trumpet? Nah, I wore dumb shit. What do you wear? What was the worst one you I think that's the worst one I wore. Yeah, uh, I believe at one point in high school, I wore a Vanilla Ice concert t-shirt <laughs> along with a pair of black and gray skids, uh, both of which I had stolen from my older brother's wardrobe. <laughs> so not only... <laughs> not only these are both dorks <laughs> yeah not, not not only did i uh wear those i actually went out of my way to wear those <laughs> you stole even your yeah. brother and i think i wore boat shoes with no socks but yeah yeah and even after all that i'm like at least i'm not wearing a fishnet shirt <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, <laughs> it was bad yeah it was really bad but yeah and you know it's funny because school dress code has become such a huge thing now it's like uh, there. I just read an article the other day where one girl uh, had been sent home with a notice because her she was wearing some kind of strapless shirt or something like that, or what spaghetti straps or something yeah. like that. And she got sent home because her her dress or her attire was distracting to the male student body. She had big titties. I don't know. Well, that's the first thing you should look up next time. Well, I think she's a minor, so they didn't post. <laughs> that doesn't matter. Oh, <laughs> still down. There's websites for creeps like you, or you can just go to. You can just go to. I'm joking. You can just, just go to Blaze Pizza yeah. over by UC. Yeah, you go go to. Go to uh, but um, she brought up a good point. She's like, "Hey, how about you spend less time worrying about me being a distraction and maybe teach your male not to be such perverts?" And I'm like, "Uh." I get it, but I mean, at the same time, you know, they let you walk around with a fishnet shirt on. I'm not sure any woman could have got away with that in your time. No. Well, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was different times. Remember they used to have the girls, like, whenever the teacher was like, I think those shorts are too shorts. They needed to come leg. down to the finger length. Yeah, it was finger And leg. you see the girls, like, bending their elbow. Yeah, <laughs> so, it was finger length. I'm like, dude, your elbow and the girl behind you in line. <laughs> you just put them straight by your side. Yeah, I remember, I remember that rule. But that was yeah. it. Yeah. I remember they used to like bitch about any kind of golf people dressing trench coats. Oh, our yeah. school didn't let trench coats. Was that after the whole Columbine thing? I don't remember when Columbine was at when yeah. what year it was, but yeah, something around that time. Yeah, yeah, it had to be before two thousand, right? Oh yeah, yeah. The, Columbine, yeah, I believe yeah. happened. I think I graduated in nineteen. I think uh, Col <laughs> Columbine. I believe it was nineteen ninety six, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so no trench coats were allowed at uh, my high school, for sure. So it pissed off all the people with guns and the flashers. Well, and, and the goth. Yeah, that was the big thing at my, my school, too. They had, a, too. had like, a huge goth. Yeah, they liked the trench coats. 
the lack of the trench coats and the and the eye makeup the eyeshadow yeah and they were dudes you ever get a uh, ooh oh i'm sorry it was 1999 so you were right right before 2000 yeah yeah you ever get suspended for anything plenty of times yeah cuz you were a bully i, I was a d- <laughs> cuz you were a bully dude fighting Mm-hmm. Uh, skipping school, mm-hmm. uh, which is always fun. You skip school, so they punish you by telling starting you starting a come. fire in PE. What? What? Smashing the windows, but that wasn't my fault. Um, you you started a fire in PE. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Not a big. I fire. pulled the fire alarm, so I helped. It was that big. <laughs> it was like that big a deal that you needed. A fi- what happened? We were being stupid. We were we had a lighter and we. Okay, but there's not much to burn in a gymnasium that burns easily. So you had to put some effort into starting Well, we did it fire. underneath the bleachers. Okay, and so you set the bleachers on fire? Yeah. There, well, I, I mean, I was, it wasn't just me. It was me and a couple of the guys. I, I mean, <laughs> I didn't start it. The other guy really started it. You didn't start the fire. <laughs> I didn't start the fire. <laughs> yeah, so that, that's it. But, but that's not big. That's not major. Yeah, you're you're like that guy who tries to play hero. Like I saved a bunch of people. I from saved burning, the pe- I saved everybody. But but you're the one who started it. I, I didn't start it. I just said I was. Part you didn't of it. stop it. No, hell no. I wasn't part of it. I was just. I was part of it. I just. You were there. Yeah, I was there. So how did how did it go down? Nothing. My buddy had. He had a lighter. Started lighting paper and and then one thing led to another and then it became a little bit out of control. <laughs> we couldn't know. We didn't know how to turn out the fire. I didn't know how to put it out. <laughs> I ran, and then I pulled the fire alarm, and I kept running. See, that's you. You are the guys who would burn the buddy bench while somebody oh. was on. Oh, <laughs> for sure. Because yeah, bleachers are just one big buddy bench. Well, that's that's one big is. buddy bench. Yeah, oh, but that's man. just one of many. You just one of wow, Jesus. See, in school suspension, mm. suspension. We know so we had. They, you. you know, you know, they used to let us. I don't know if they do it now, but they used to let us drive tractors in high school. Drive tractors. Yeah, because we had a agriculture class. So they, did you do that footloose thing where you played chicken? No. I guess other. But tractors? like, I almost ran over a portable. Like I bumped into a portable, <laughs> almost like knocked it off the blocks. <laughs> the While blocks. people were in it. Yeah. Oh like, my crashed God. into it. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> but that one wasn't my fault. That was a teacher. That, that was a teacher for. for Allowing me to do it by myself. Yeah, that was the teacher for allowing an intoxicated teenager to drive a tractor during school. <laughs> I was intoxicated. Hours. I was just crazy. Uh, it's a difference. Oh my gosh, I, I'm gonna have to sit down with you and get a list of all the. You should. Have you ever been arrested? No. Why did you have to think about that so long? Because I did go to juvie. Did you? Yeah, and I stayed. I stayed there for like two months. Really? Yeah. Not it, for the fire thing, though. No. No. What, it was a, Were you set up? Were you framed? It was, a de- it was a detention home. Yeah. Where they, they put the bad kids in. Yeah, but you were never a bully. And I had to sleep, in, I had to sleep over there. And I stay over there. It was like a jail. Yeah, I know what juvie is. Yeah, no, but it's not juvenile. Like, I, was, I wasn't locked up in a cage. Mm-hmm. It was just like a building where me and like several other students from different schools, they'll put the bad ones in and they try to work with us. Mm-hmm. And I was part of it. And what was what was the last thing that got you sent there? Fighting. Fighting? Yeah. Why did everybody want to fight you? Was it the fishnet shirt? It was the fishnet shirt. <laughs> we'll have to say that for another time then, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. 
Like long story. Yeah, they're they're well. I mean, fuck, you don't give a fuck. I mean, nah, it's, it's all right. We can save it for next time. It seems like there's something here. Yeah, I mean, it's just I got in a lot of fights. But why? I mean, we're over it the dumb same shit, over people? a girl, or over yeah, uh, or just looking at somebody weird, and then they punch me, and then I get get up and start punching them, and I just a real dick. Wow. Yeah, and I super glued the teacher's uh, books to her desk. That's kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, now that's a prank. That's a prank. Hitting someone over the head with a sheet of pizza. No, not a prank. Super gl- we, we have to teach you the difference between comedy and tragedy. I think it's going to help you out. Go yeah, far I, I, I did that. Yeah. I, did, I super glued her books on her desk. She was really pissed. Yeah, My yeah. math teacher. She was a horrible person. Obviously. <laughs> she, she failed me. Obvi- <laughs> Goddamn her doing her job. No, I can't. We had we had a health teacher named Mrs. Byerly, and she had hearing aids in both ears. So I wouldn't do this, but my seventh grade health class would. They would go in at the beginning of class. Everybody would just be like, "So this is how they would do it." They'd be like, "She'd start taking attendance," and everybody would just be like, "Ah!" <laughs> so she would turn it up a little bit, and they'd be like. And then she'd turn it up like all the way, and they'd be like, "Here!" <laughs> See, that's an asshole thing. It is. That's worse than what I did. It's, I didn't do it. Whatever. But You're I didn't stop it. it. Yeah. I was like you under the bleachers. <laughs> they had the lighter. I was just watching. I was watching, cheering them I, on. I was doing the like mall security, like observe and report later. Uh, I'm okay. taking names. Yeah. Did you have a home ec class? I did. Did you ever like cook like cook cakes and stuff? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, were you in home ec? Yeah. What'd you do? <laughs> Did you know if you cook a turd, it like ah, turns come on, man. <laughs> it turns into like a little raisin. Come on. I didn't. Yeah, because it's dehydrated. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that. Well, yeah. I mean, I know now, but was it your own turd? Of course. You're fucking disgusting, dude. <laughs> oh, I got what is stuck, wrong with you? Like we so. almost made it a whole one without poop. <laughs> we only uh, we almost if we had ended when I like showed you my phone two minutes ago and said, "Hey, we're yeah. done." You, then you we would this would have been our you, first you episode without jogging poop. memories. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, you I, know what? I, I'm always happy because of your concussions when we can bring back some of your memories. Yeah, yeah. But then when we bring them back, I almost feel like you would have been a bad person if we left those <laughs> hidden. Yeah, man. If you cook a turd, it uh, dries out and turns like a little nugget. This is like the worst Mr. Wizard's world ever. <laughs> hey, kids. Welcome today to Cooking with Kermit. We're going to cook a turd. Mm. <laughs> Let's see how it looks. No. Yeah, no. Yep. It stunk. Uh, the whole hallway. We we had to make pizza once in Home Ec, and the stuff they gave us for the dough was crap. And I happened to work in a pizza shop when I was 14 years old. So <laughs> I'm not surprised. I just snuck in my own dough from the pizza shop that we had made with the proper ingredients in the mixer and everything. Oh, so you're like a hero. Yeah. Like, oh, Mike makes the best of pizza. I and made pretty good pizza. I made pretty. Uh, dude, I got to tell you, I've been working jobs since I was like, I think I took that job when I was 13, and I have not been unemployed ever since. And it's funny because when you're a kid and you're 13, you got a job. You're like, cool. You're like, oh, my God, he's got a job. But the problem is by the time you're 22, you're like, I should be looking at retirement. I've been doing this my whole life. I'm burnt out. I mean, I, I guess my official job is at 16, cutting grass. Yeah. Well, surprise, surprise. No, I did that for a couple of summers, yeah. too. I worked with a, I worked with a crew that did not only uh, lawn maintenance, but also did, like, the floors at, like, Kmart and stuff. So they would uh, send us in at closing time, lock us in the Kmart, 
and then they wouldn't let you out till morning. So you get done with your cleaning stuff within two hours, but now you got like eight hours to sit there and wait to be let out. Damn. Yeah. What a nightmare. Yeah. How so it was not wrecked the Kmart. I would have destroyed that. Well, Kmart. it was like every eighties movie, dude. Yeah. Like if you watch security cameras back then, it's just me and two guys going through Kmart, opening up stuff, playing with yeah, stuff. Goofing off. Yeah, goofing off. Sitting there in the video back when they had VCRs, we just open up a video, pop it in, sitting there watching movies. You got hungry, you go and open chips. <laughs> you know, I remember I was cleaning something. I'm like, dude, I, I forgot the mop. He's like, just go grab one. <laughs> Just a brand new mop, leave yeah. the price tag on and just <laughs> put it back. Yeah, that's man, that it. Was a, it was a weird point in my life. I was gonna life. say, I don't think they ever do that kind of shit now. Yeah, nah, they can't lock somebody in. Yeah, that was just one. I think, and Kmart. I think so, I made a list once. I was working on you know writing material based on former jobs. And I think I've had over 50 or 60 jobs in my life. <laughs> yeah, I need to sit down doing that. Yeah, it's amazing some of the stuff that I'm like. Some of the jobs I got, I just wasn't qualified for at all. And I just sat there working that job until people caught on. And that's kind of how I feel about comedy. <laughs> like, everybody's like, how long are you going to do this? I'm like, till they realize I'm not funny. Oh, jeez. <laughs> they just keep paying the checks. I keep showing up. So. Well. I think we've reached the end. I think so. Yeah. Either way, though, I think, I think, uh, I don't think that's true about your comedy. I think you're funny. Oh, well, thanks. Man. I'm going to give you that one. Thanks. I still think you're an asshole. And I love your face. You're it, an asshole. It, it hurts you. It hurts to say me. It. It hurt, that it hurt hurts me. You to I was say like, oh, he's so fucking funny, though. I, I, yeah. I saw that Friday, like when we did the Boardwalk Bowl. <laughs> I saw you went up, you hosted. It was a tight room. <laughs> and then you got to admit this, and every comic will admit you want your friends to do well. Yes. But at the same time, if you have a set you're not happy with, you want everybody else to have a shitty set too, so you can all collectively Relate. say it was the uh, yeah, audience. It was a tough crowd. It, it was, was the audience, it was right? The audience, right? So it wasn't when, me. when you have someone who has a tough set, then the next guy goes up and starts getting applause breaks. You're like, oh, "Fuck this guy!" Oh man, <laughs> dude, I was pulling teeth that first show. Yeah, it was rough. Was it better for you the next night? Yeah, next night was way better. I was, I got, I got involved, but man, that first show, woof. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's all good. <laughs> it's better now. It's better now. Nobody nobody remembers the host anyways. It was just always a feature in the headliner. Yeah, so sure. Matter. Yeah, sure. <laughs> That's what I tell myself. Yeah. All right, Hello. man. With that said, uh, this is the Obligatory Podcast, episode 16. 16. And uh, you can find us up on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, or on Podbean. And uh, we're going to be doing a Patreon soon. So Patreon soon. And, heads um, up on that. And... Uh, I think we finally agreed we're going to start doing guests. We've had people asking. We're going to do guests. I've got to figure out who I want to uh, invite to my house. <laughs> That's really <laughs> so, the bottom line. So here, here's the two, the criteria. If for, I don't like Number you, one, you have to have accomplished something that we think the listeners would be interested yes. in or we're interested in. Yes. And number two, we'll Kermit let him in the house. That, uh, so understand, if you get invited onto the show, you've already reached two pinnacles of your life. Actually, I'm going to make him meet you somewhere. You put a bag over the head <laughs> and then you bring him in. That way they don't know where I live. Kind of like how you used to date. <laughs> <laughs> and with that said, I'll see you guys later. Maybe we'll take the bags off once they get here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. All right, man. Bye. Hey, Sanchez, have fun editing this long one. <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs>